the Sisler Family Playhouse would like to thank the following sponsors. Ellen Ito's Museum of Magic and Witchcraft, home of Pate Wednesdays. Eric Blood's Old Fashioned Cinema and Draft House, children 12 and under, forget it. And Joe Garber's Catastrophic Candle Emporium. Don't forget to tell them Corey sent you. Seriously, guys, we really appreciate you allowing us to be a part of the podcast. We're having a lot of fun, and on to season four. Absolutely, guys, we love you. We love you. <laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart to part or part to part. Fart to fart. Oh, wow. This is this is an indicator. <laughs> the number one heart to heart podcast in the world. I am your diehard romantic Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Elenito. And I'm the satisfied virgin Joe Garber. And tonight it's our season three recap where we're going to be discussing our favorite, least favorite, uh semi favorite. Um, whatever mm-hmm. elements of things, uh, things <laughs> that we love things. and hate. If we had any, season three, <laughs> a few of our favorite things. Yeah. Uh, uh, hope it doesn't get too complicated. At least there's no minute max. That makes me excited. That makes oh, the surprise! We have to do a minute max of the entire season. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was bad episode, and there was a good episode. Then there's a good episode. There's a bad episode. There's a good episode. There's a bunch of bad ones. There's a good one. Bunch wow. of bad ones. Well done. That was actually <laughs> really <you>. accurate. <laughs> Third time, not the charm. Uh, well, we opened our episode with a message we got from uh, Jenny and Bill. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. So sweet. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being there for us. Thanks supporting for being us. A part of this yeah. uh, whole rigmarole. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till next season when they are the only people that have to do Minute Maxes. <laughs> Thanks, Bill and Jenny. Bye. <laughs> Love you. New rule. Take care. Awesome. You have to do three minute maxes <laughs> in the style of each of us. In prep for this <laughs> oh, recording, I listened to every minute max from season three and <clears throat> it was super fun. <laughs> and they are really good at them. They are really good at them. Mm. I listened to, um, I think I listened to 12 episodes. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. 12, wow. 12 episodes. Almost in their entirety, there it got to a point where I was like, "I really just need to hear the first bit." Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't remember well, any of the episodes, basically. But technically, so nothing's changed, Joe. Yeah. Technically, um, you listen to you've already listened to every single episode of the podcast, Eric, because you not only participate but you mm-hmm. also edit. Correct the podcast, so yes. you even listen to the things that Joe and I. Don't even have to consider. Correct. This yeah. is this is technically my third time listening to each of these. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I was not upset about it. It was fun to listen to them. It mm. was fun to like. I of course want to shoot myself. Uh, <laughs> I just am constantly like Sh- Eric, shut up. Uh, but when that's... I listen to them, I'm always like, "Don't drink, Ellen. <laughs> Stop <laughs> drinking." <laughs> I don't know. I thought the I thought the episodes in season three varied wildly for me in terms of, of how I felt about them. But in terms of the podcast, I feel like there's some really great ep- episodes or episodes that I enjoyed when I listened to them because I'm the one that does actually listen to them because mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe doesn't listen. No. Eric has to listen 
when he edits and then I'm the one that listens to the finished product. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. pretty consistently I do that. And even mm -hmm. the ones where I'm like, I'm fucking not listening to that one. I know that that one was terrible. Um, <laughs> I eventually break down and listen to them. Mm. And sometimes I hate myself like real hard, but other times. <laughs> yeah. I definitely surprises you. Yeah. I definitely have like a, a problem with uh, hearing myself talk huh. that much. Yeah, I've accepted the fact that I'm way more nasal than I think th that I am um, <laughs> and that I have a tendency to prattle. I was uh, listening to My Minute Maxes and just sounds like somebody who has a word of day calendar and then chooses to say the same vocabulary word over and over again. There's like, I'll choose one word or phrase and then say it three times in the minute max each time. And it's a different one every time. Is it darling? Cause Corey uh, hates that. It's never been darling. What's, what's one of your, what's one of your favorites? Uh, I don't remember. I'd have to go back again and listen. They're very like minor. They're not, it's not like a insane thing. It's just like, very subtle thing. I don't, I don't know if anyone would notice it, but I definitely notice it. Like, oh yeah, I was saying that a couple times. Just because you can't think when you're in the minute max. It's such a panicked it's space. Yeah. And we it's all true. were so good at it at the beginning of season three. We were all doing really good. And then something happened. And this is, I blame this on, uh, let's see, what episode? <laughs> Well, there was a moment when the series, the it went down. Uh, Heart of Dixieland. Mm. Oh wait, sorry, is that it, the one? No, Rhinestone Hearts. Rhinestone Hearts. That's when the season started. I started saying I'm confused every single episode after after Rhinestone Hearts. <laughs> that was the first one where I was like, which I'm is weird confused. considering the thinness of many of the plots. I know that's. I don't know uh, what happened. I was noticing. I know what happened. Something similar. <laughs> what? I know what happened, and and this is true. Like I think this is good in the space wherein we we normally stuff uh, minute maxes of varying uh, levels of quality and or usefulness or helpfulness. <laughs> let us discuss this season's minute maxes because it's true. It's a glimpse into the energy level of the whole season, right? Yeah, correct. Um, like some sometimes it like kind of we circle back, and I think Eric, you in particular, sometimes have your feelings about the episode changed by the time we're done talking about for 15 hours or whatever. But um, typically it is very much like the omen. It is the owls <laughs> and twin peaks. So goes, so go with the minute max. <laughs> and I think that for me, what happened is, Oh fuck. I have to try and get back to this half life that I don't even remember. Mm. Thanks. For more nothing pandemic, <laughs> I just feel like just in general, um, I know consciously my life is not a, a disastrous, uh, whatever's two clicks worse than a shambles, but um, <laughs> it's not, but it just feels like everything feels so hard. And the podcast and Heart to Heart are things that consistently give me joy and clearly have given me joy for decades right the two of you obviously bring me joy mm -hmm. and it's just something where it's like fuck fuck <laughs> like it's such a struggle and i don't know if, if it's just the comfort level i have with it or the ease of it or the familiarity of it you know how it's just kind of like sometimes you just will invite your closest friend over when you know you look like hammered shit uh -huh. mm -hmm. because it's not going to change anything about 
how you feel about that person. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think maybe I was sort of like slathering that onto um, season three at a certain point. Mm. Like my energy level went down. And I think I just felt like here we are. It's like, I always will love heart to heart. I always will love you guys. I always kind of am for it, but quite honestly, <laughs> like I was feeling fucking beaten down. Mm. Um, and I'm using season four as a way to kind of like consider that and, mm. and reassess and, and focus on getting energy levels back up and getting kind of back into a routine that I can barely remember. You mm. know, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I think we've spent a lot of time. People don't know what we talk about when we're not talking about the episodes, but sometimes we talk for hours. Mm -hmm. We used to do that even more when we were two episodes a week, weirdly. And we talk a lot about current events. We talk a lot about race relations. We talk a lot about our living situations and the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this this year, I think we've talked a lot about our relationship to doing the podcast week after week and what that means. And, and that's been. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think Minute Max is the frog. Mm -hmm. It's the litmus test, right? It is the thing in our ecosystem that tells us where we're at. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And halfway through this season, yeah, we like something shifted, but it's, I don't feel like it's, it's, it's not to me like an omen of something terrible to come. It's just no, like, this is no. just a mirror. And I, I totally accept that. And I kind of like it because it's already in the rearview mirror and I will already listen to this and be like, wow, I can totally remember what a fucked up, you know, fucked up time within a fucked up time that was yeah totally yeah. yeah that's a good point though that the we started shifting back to normal life kind of midway through this season right so maybe that's why i was getting confused <laughs> uh that explains it man my neurons were not firing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think we all had a bit of podcast fatigue uh sure. because because of our regular lives creeping into <laughs> to our home lives again yeah um and that that shows like it's it from mm -hmm. listening back to these episodes it definitely shows mm -hmm. but something that i noticed uh that will lead into my first question for you two mm -hmm. is that listening back to them like i'm hearing myself critique these episodes in such a bizarre way like i've I know that it's always been a little weird, but <laughs> what? What do you mean? This this season, I feel like this season more than previous seasons. I've been really hard on the show. Like I've you been, have been hard on this. I've show. been very very hard on the show. Well, I feel like, like we both have. Yeah, but I don't know if it's uh, fully us. <laughs> I'm well, still kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's like us reacting differently completely to the show. So here's what here's what makes me. This is and this is just me questioning my own process yeah uh mm. part of it being my energy level part of mm -hmm. it being you know other factors that that come into being a, an active speaker on a podcast like like am mm. i depressed am i hungry mm. am i tired mm. am i drunk am i <laughs> really really excited did i love the episode mm -hmm. did i hate the episode blah 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 mm. Is there a fucking pandemic still is there a pandemic mm -hmm. uh <laughs> the last episode that we did Ellen brought up how Luann was this beacon of normalcy mm. in an otherwise like completely ridiculous universe of heart to heart. And I 
really struck out at that is like I don't want normalcy. Like that's mm. that's like kind of not what I want from this show. <laughs> Although I do like it when a character. Well, good thing that that's not what you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lucky you. But yeah, it, woo. It, no worries it's a, there. It's a good thing when I when a character points out how ridiculous the show is because then mm. we're I'm I stay in the mindset of oh yeah the show's ridiculous. Listening back to the first few, the first half of this season, I'm consistently saying this is ridiculous. And like, (laughs) I don't like this is total. This what happened here is so dumb or so ridiculous. And now this would be a great moment for you to say, I'm confused. (laughs) I I am confused. (laughs) What is the plot of this podcast? (laughs) I'm confused by Eric's season three arc. Well, I'm just all all I wanted to say was that I've I've realized like I've been being super harsh uh, on the show and calling out things as flaws uh, or as detriments to the episodes that I actually think are why I watched the show. Yeah. Um, So I am going to, my resolution for season four Mm -hmm. is to just fucking enjoy the show again. Like, cause Mm -hmm. I, I think I've gotten into a critical mind that is hurting my enjoyment of it and that's the mm-hmm. last thing i want like i don't want to destroy mm-hmm. my enjoyment of this show mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my uh critiques of these are going to be a lot more focused on my enjoyment of the absurd well interesting you know, there's there's a, a thing that's happening a lot in particular with food writing where publications are no longer um pursuing as heavily or publishing as many negative reviews. Mm. And this is like something that was pre pandemic kind of a movement. Mm. And it's because it's just like, it doesn't do anyone any favors really. Like you're not gaining by putting somebody out of business or making them feel like shit. Like you can like constructive criticism is one thing, but it's like, yeah, you're not helping your readers by saying something's horrible. Mm. Because it's not like so many people in your readership are going to go that it's going to ruin their lives that this cheeseburger is not the greatest cheeseburger they've ever had. Right. But but similarly, yeah, it's weird. Like once you kind of start, once you pop that lens on, it's hard to to let it go. But I also I had this feeling my, for myself listening to you talk this season, Eric, because I was like, ooh, if Eric's ooh, <laughs> like I, <laughs> there were times when I just felt kind of like I'm like, am I stupid? I kind of love this, <laughs> you know, but then I also feel like I was I was much more than usual, like more malleable um, at this in this chunk of time in terms of being kind of influenced and being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you. So, but for me, I always in the back of what I was thinking, like Eric's kind of doing this one uh, with season three. That's like when parents are like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I feel like you really, it was a lot of your criticisms, although they were criticisms, they were kind of coming from this place where it's like, I know you can do better or, you know, like, yeah. and it's, it's rooted in this, these hopes and this, you know, love and belief in the show, yeah. you know, that, that you've had previously. But I do really think that it's indicative of this time period. I don't know, Joe, what about you? I am. So <laughs> I think this season was kind of bad. <laughs> I think it was <laughs> like we've had, there were strings of a few bad episodes in past seasons that 
didn't quite hit the depth that we hit, mm-hmm. I think, in this mm-hmm. season. I remember, and it, it, this also could very well be our podcasting every week, you know, the same show. So it's a marathon of podcasting for one show. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like Ellen, you're saying we are doing this during a weird time. It's a pandemic and everything. We also have never done a podcast like this before. True. So this True. is our first time through a show like this any show and so it might be us reacting to that a little bit but i still think i mean i wrote i've taken notes for this episode the the recap episode and it's like i've listed episodes that were just like missed opportunities that could have been so much better i thought and and maybe would have been if they were in season two and i think that there were a lot of pretty bad mediocre episodes this season this season and you know didn't both our lead actors spouses died during yes making this season yes so that's definitely you have to take that into account max who is our most beloved character was kind of gone for a lot of it uh yeah so i i see i hear what you're saying and i definitely i'm i want everything that I say in this season recap to be taken with a grain of salt in that I love heart to heart and I am so excited to watch season four and obviously continue talking about heart to heart. I just do think that this season felt a little like lower than the last season. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with everything that, that you're saying. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like, it's a combination. I don't mean to say like this, this season was like fucking citizen Kane, (laughs) um, but we're in a bad place mentally. (laughs) Right. It's not not you heart to heart. It's me, Uh you know, not, not quite. It just is. um, Yeah. It's, it was challenging. It was challenging. Definitely. And it's, yeah. In some ways, maybe that's that's the that's kismet, you know, like the show's having a rough time, mm-hmm. and, and uh, as are we. It kind of caught up with itself because we've, I think, we commented before in the first season, the show kind of felt like it had found itself already, right? Didn't yeah, we, mm-hmm. we talked yeah. a lot about that in the season one episodes that this show started off so just amazing, and it was like mm-hmm. really good from the get go. And it didn't seem like it was, it took a long time and faltered to find its voice. It seems like it came out of the gate with a strong voice. And so maybe it's catching up to itself now. And they're like, mm-hmm. they didn't know how to sustain that or, or they were just experimenting, which I l- love experimentation and I want them to continue. <laughs> but it's just, you also, it didn't feel like some things didn't feel reined in, you know, and even when mm. we were talking about our minute maxes, even the sister family playhouse struggled with uh, the heart of Dixieland. Is that the one? Or, <laughs> yeah. Deep, deep in, the, in heart the heart of Dixie of Dixie. That's the um, white jazz. Deep in the heart of, like, of Dixieland. Yeah. 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 So even they were like, good luck podcast. Like you guys <laughs> like go, you know, yeah, we went, we went all in on that one. I'm looking forward to talking about that one yeah. more. Um, yeah. I feel like much like I'm trying to draw this comparison b- b- between Minute Maxes being like frogs. Um, <laughs> I mean, like canaries. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Wait. What, um, what are the frogs like? The princes. So bio- biologists <laughs> use the health and thriving of frogs as um, a measure of environmental oh. conditions health. around the world. Oh, I didn't because know that. Because they're just. They reflect a lot of what's happening in the ecosystem because so it's a, of 
the way they live and where they live and whatever. So I'm saying the Minimaxes are kind of like frogs. A larger canary in the coal mine situation sort of thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Except that canaries were just thrown in there to uh, die die. so that a bunch of Cornish dudes wouldn't die. (laughs) Um, But they died. Ha ha. They died anyway. I'm not laughing because they died. That's terrible. But coal's terrible. Okay. But um, I think another barometer is <laughs> now that we've covered when we, coal. When we <laughs> clean, when we talk clean about coal. <laughs> <laughs> all those jobs. Um, when we talk about when we give our our titles, right? Our our uh, it was murder, noms de plume, plume <laughs> if it's us talking. Um, I always have to like re re-examine that and be like am i still a devoted lover it's like yes i always am but i feel like eric what you were saying about how you felt you had you had critiqued it harshly this year i'm like you are the diehard romantic like Mm. you're the you're just feeling it you're feeling it Mm. and joe (laughs) i don't know where you stand you have to tell me because you switched you changed your name i did yeah i'm thinking about another change but i don't know what to yet so we'll have to figure that out satisfied virgin doesn't seem right anymore i don't feel like a virgin anymore yeah now you're now you're a little slutty (laughs) first time lover stop saying lover. i I feel like i have (laughs) have to say it enough as it is i feel like i'm in a relationship now i'm always just gay that that is like that is i mean ellen has said that from the beginning that she's she has a she's in a relationship with this show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some days are good and some days are bad. <laughs> yeah. And it is, we are all now in that relationship. We're totally. in a, a, a little quadru- quadumfrant. <laughs> quadumfrant. <laughs> right. I mean, this is, it's a commitment. A quapple. But, uh, oh, yeah, you said you had a question. For well, us. yeah. Right. So my, yeah. Re- my Anyways. resolution for, for season four is to be a little more open to the things that I, that I love about the, the elemental things that I love about heart to heart and be more forgiving of the ridiculous nature of the show because that is why I like it. It is not because it is a, uh, Truffaut esque <laughs> realism <laughs> you know, thing. It's because it's, it's absurd and I love the absurdity. Uh, so every, every episode that I listened to, I would say like, that was ridiculous. This is, this is absurd, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. And then Ellen saying the, bringing up the normalcy in the last episode and me fighting against that, that really made me realize like, hey, I don't want this to be normal. I don't want this to be realistic. I want this to be mm-hmm. as ridiculous as possible. Mm-hmm. So I am going to open myself up to the ridiculousness a little bit more because it is where my enjoyment comes from. Even when we talk about episodes that I, that I come to the podcast thinking this is going to be a two, I have changed my mind. Yeah, like totally. I've given an episode of five after, after talking about, about it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be that guy. Uh, so you're going to give every episode in season four or five. Yes, basically. <laughs> but yeah, I well, will now still, I, now I know how I'm scoring. I will still be, <laughs> Don't tell Joe, super <laughs> obnoxious. I will still uh, be as, as many, the obituary States easy with a laugh. And, uh, I, I will, uh, I will still be a judge of, of what is good and what is bad, but I will always take into consideration first and foremost, my enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, do you like two that. have any season four resolutions? I like that we're kicking it off with with uh, all yeah. of this self actualizing and resolutioning. Um, 
I appreciate how heartfelt your your resolution is, Eric. It just tells me how much you want heart to heart to let let you love it. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> My resolution is like to that. be more critical. Really? <laughs> <laughs> to be more negative and critical in cutting of the episodes. Joe's going to bring a gun to the podcast. As much as you're letting up, I am pinpointing uh, in. Ooh, <laughs> season four. Uh, no, I do want to come at it with fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. I also I have learned from heart to heart, do not expect big things from the season opener or the season closer. Correct. So <laughs> Correct. I will not be expecting like a big Or the season recap. Yeah, or the recap yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> I, I think and I, I have I haven't not I have not looked at my data uh yet, but I think that oh, it's around did it come episode, in from the home office? It sure did. Uh Deanne yes. has has supplied all necessary data. <laughs> Uh, but Margaret. I think like it's usually around episode four of every season. Mm-hmm. That's when it's real. We all are like, that was great. It's right around then. I think that's probably sweeps, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's usually that like the first episode is just whatever. The last episode is like, whatever, mm-hmm. but then it's, mm-hmm. it's four. And then I think like 18, it's kind of a weird bridge structure. Oh, well you're in for a treat with season four, everybody. <laughs> I'm um, very excited. I think my resolution is just like I was saying, it's more like it's beyond the podcast. It's just having mm-hmm. to kind of, of find my, um, oh man, what's her name? Is it Leanne Willis? Is that the normal lady? <laughs> uh, yes. From the last episode, yeah, right? Yeah, Leanne, sounds, sounds familiar. <laughs> Leanne? Yeah. Leanne Willis. I need to Leanne Willis, uh, my situation mm. to, to find whatever normal is at this moment and just get, get, uh, Get my bearings a little bit more. Um, I need to to center my heart to heart joy a little bit more. That same, um, same. Because mm-hmm. I consciously know it, it brings me joy. Totally. But there's just been I've just been like not not finding that in a lot of uh, places or not enough, not consistently. And so it's not just the the show or the podcast. It's like oh, everything's just been been given short shrift for a little bit. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to cope. So I'm I'm excited to have something like this where you know life hands you very few opportunities to really reset. So mm-hmm. it's also we're heading in, into fall. I can hear everyone, all the Ooh. summer people, shrieking and tearing at their clothes um, <laughs> to get their their bikinis. But uh, yeah, but um, fall to me is always like the reset button because I am Ooh, that yeah. kid, this the back to school kid, and I'm mm-hmm. just always like, ooh, fall means new clothes and new things and new whatever. And it's like, well, it's a new old season of heart to heart, and it's time to just get the shit together just in time for another lockdown, whatever. But I'm excited <laughs> for season four, and I'm glad. I'm glad that we're thinking harder about. how we're doing this i don't know how listeners are going to feel about listening to us talk for a very long time about how we're feeling about it but we're feelers everybody no idea feelers don't know don't care (laughs) (laughs) this Um, is their family playhouse presents fuck you guys but in season recap this is family playhouse presents this story (laughs) yeah in season recap tradition what would you all say if I renamed an episode? Oh yay! Pino <laughs> Merder. <laughs> what episode do you think what? it would be? Pino Pino Merder. Vintage Heart. Yes. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I feel like this is an easy one as well that we can do right now. 
Why is murder so complicated? <laughs> Hearts on their toes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so complicated. Which is also why is it so complicated? My feelings about season three, the latter half of season three. Why is murder so complicated? Why is murder so complicated? <laughs> I'm confused. It's true. Maybe while we're doing this, I'm going to think and find the the episode title that sums up my feelings about this season this coming up with names new names is why i listen to all the recaps and to like try to tie in some recaps (laughs) but there were some that i just really couldn't even listening for so long to each episode um what episode do you think water ski willy is oh that's uh uh hearts and palms hearts and palms (laughs) just you didn't think of a na- another name for it. Water Ski Willie. Water Ski Willie is a a real like <laughs> lasting porn, right? character. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one. Mama had a squeeze box. Daddy never let a Nazi live. <laughs> oh, oh. Um Daddy's what is it? My heart belongs to Daddy. Yep. <laughs> my heart belongs to Daddy. Oh my god. <laughs> I always think about how you described um, our first glimpse of the Edwards family home where you said that they say she's lived, grew up on a small horse farm. And then you're like, and then they show a gigantic Victorian mansion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, that's one of the things I wanted to cover in this season recap. That, that robot. The robot. What the fuck? What the fuck was I still have? There's no explanation for the robot. No. But I, uh, in keeping with my resolution, how fantastic is that? That this <laughs> guy, this, Mr. Positive, this guy one. had a robot that was just programmed to find whatever the best specimen of whatever was. Yeah. And it had, okay, I love it. It had like endless knowledge. It had an internet's worth of knowledge. Yeah. In 1981, <laughs> pre-internet. Internet. Dodsworth Nash. It, it was using the yellow pages. Sometimes you do have to use the yellow pages. You have to let your fingers do the walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, still confused about that robot and what it what, what its plan is. If we had recurring villains, which I know at this point to just stop asking for, I know. Yeah. I would want the Please robot lay off. to <laughs> definitely be the AI robot to be a recurring villain. Well, maybe you can call Ellie Mobile, Ellie Mobile, and yeah. ask them. Ellie Mobile, Ellie Mobile. This uh, we didn't see a lot of Ellie Mobile, Ellie Mobile this year. This also leads into another hot topic from season three for me is the Wildcat moment from. Two episodes in a row. We had two separate wildcats. We had a tiger mm-hmm. in Murder Up Their Sleeves. Right? Yes. And we had the snow leopard yep. in Hearts Under Glass. Yeah. Hearts Under Glass. But we never saw the but we snow didn't, leopard. Yeah, we didn't see the snow, leopard, the snow leopard. Which is one of my major like Truth. missed opportunities. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? were they doing with wildcats <laughs> just during this part? They were just like, wildcats are cool. Something must have happened in popular culture to be like tigers and, and cats. Joe Exotic cats. was born. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we got <laughs> that's when wildcats. Wildcats were in the zeitgeist. It's, it's Big like cat way post. Pieces of shit. <laughs> way post born free. Mm. I think it's just like there's some like. Big cats in particular always just are evocative of this decadence or, you know, just this weird glamour mm-hmm. but also kind of like perverse indulgence or something i think yeah do we have a favorite villain from season three 
I do. I have, I have one. I have multiple, actually. I have two. Wow, this that was a hard one for me. You I, guys, you guys talk about it first. <laughs> processing. Do you have one, Eric? I do. I have a guess as to one favorite villain for all of us was oh. Guy from Heart of Darkness who sings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's without question, hands down, I, he's my favorite villain. He's the, he's the Karen of season three. Mm-hmm. He rigged an eye exam I thing <laughs> to shoot spikes into your eyes. Yeah, that's. Like and he put a snake <laughs> under a lunch tray. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. I mean, he's and he's, he's challenging Karen. Yes, he he's the most memorable villain to me overall. Totally, the villains this season. I gotta say, the villains this season pretty were not forgettable. Capital v. They were they were all just kind of money grubbers. Yeah, and a little bit. I don't know. What, I what are some of yours, Ellen? I have multiple favorite villains, but I have to. I was laughing to myself because I was <laughs> something that Eric said. I don't, it's not from the episode with Arnold Harmon. It's not from heart of darkness. And yes, Arnold Harmon is, <laughs> he's in the pantheon. I mean, he is like top tier villain mm-hmm. material and not just because we love anyone who does crazy, like singing, but we do. <laughs> but, um, what what episode was it? Basically, it's like how they always have like the crazy uh, broken music box, like the trip trip out music, the spooky music. There's like a handful of different themes that all mean the same thing, right? And what Eric described it as meaning is <laughs> it means, and I quote, "craziness has been activated." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there were so many moments this season where I feel like craziness <laughs> was activated, mm-hmm. whether it was ours, um, the villains, craziness was activated multiple <laughs> times this season and not just from the music, but there, I felt like the music was kind of a, a star. There, there were a lot of variations on the theme of, of woo, look out. Um, the villains, I really... You know, I always dig on dig in on the villains, and because this season doesn't have spooky in in it, yeah, I think I was just like, oh, I need to like, go elbows deep on the villains. Um, I have to say that I was Arnold Harmon is just head and shoulders above everyone else, just in terms of his crimes, his motivation, the performance. He put you a know, he put a snake on it. a dang lunch tray. <laughs> I mean, it is <laughs> it is unhinged craziness. It's like. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be activated. It's he had his own song. Present. Yeah. Clear and present <laughs> craziness. Tying yeah. up loose ends. Taking yeah. I'm tying up loose ends. ends. <laughs> um, I got to give it up for fake Anita slash real Victoria. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like mm. that is a br- messed up villainous. Mm-hmm. And that had us guessing and asking questions. Yes. Until, you know, the That's very true. End. Like that was like, so psychosexual creepy like the intensity of that episode i still think of i'm still thinking about it not mm-hmm. just because we're like looking back at i'm just it just pops into my head and it's like oh my god because not only did we have two villains because i am yes going to in- invoke dodsworth nash as a villain that i also considered um mm-hmm. so it's kind of like arnold Harmon head and shoulders but then i have 
I have, I seriously have a four way tie for my second favorite villain. <laughs> well, the, and I know that's a lot of villains. The episode with Anita was the episode that you Eric rated five, right? No, I, g- I gave it a four. Oh, uh, but you oh, were wait, like, I gave it a four. deep in the heart, of, <clears throat> deep in the heart of Dixieland. Dixieland. I, Dixieland. I was, I came into that episode thinking this was going to be a two, and then we talked about. I it. rated it lower. I you think. gave it a four point five. Yeah. Huh? Um. But we, after talking about that and like exploring the weirdness of mm-hmm. her and and Don Ruse's decisions, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the and the weird God, what we believe was like a weird uh, network edit to right. keep keep us from seeing a gun pointed at her head, yeah, yep. like all of these things. And she was also activate. Her craziness was activated by was. the singing of a song from the car. <laughs> right, craziness was activated. And yeah. then, did she kill someone with a trumpet? Somebody she killed did. somebody. She, yeah, she killed she, somebody she. with a trumpet. <laughs> yeah, I've renamed this this one "White Jazz." Deep in the heart of Jake Dixieland, <laughs> sort of a call out to White Fury. Uh, oh, I was like white white lady sings the blues was my yes. title for <laughs> this one. <laughs> but so I love fake Anita. Lady sings the beige. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dodsworth Nash. And what one thing that I love about both fake Anita, real Victoria and Dodsworth Nash are that they both have these creepy two way mirror voyeuristic setups in their own homes. Oh, my God. Yeah, fucked and nutso. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yes, craziness has been activated. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding. If you're installing a two-way mirror in your house, craziness. Yeah, has been activated. yeah. Something's going. Something's gone wrong. Yeah. Horribly wrong. <laughs> um, I love Duffy from uh, the depths of my heart. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Kind of the rich like, gay man, right? No, no Duffy no, no. is. The, these are the, the divers. The Duffy is the. He's pretending to be like the. The cab driver. Irish cab driver, whatever oh, island taxi yeah, yeah, driver, yeah. but he's actually the mm-hmm. weird millionaire, multimillionaire who put the gold fixtures on the boat. The Max, yeah. so fi- I feel Max like fill in. Duffy, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then he has that ludicrous beach chase, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have to give a shout out to Vernon and Violet Casper from Heartland Express. Oh, God. Yeah. The mother son duo who are definitely fucking each other. 100% fucking. I, one of my, my second top villain is Mm -hmm. the girl who went in the harp case in that episode because she (laughs) went in a innocent angel and she came out a super villain and she was out for blood (laughs) after that. That's one of my favorite arcs of the whole season is her going into that harp case. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a harp case. <laughs> I've not. Joe, but it it can change you. <laughs> On a moving train. <laughs> it can change you. No. Uh, they should have put Max in a harp case and murder up your sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Just more harp case in two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that duo, though. It's so fucking weird. The Yeah. The mother-son yeah, duo. Yeah. That whole so episode. villains, sorry, that's a lot. I'm I'm asking a lot of uh, leeway there, but I just really feel like those those four villains, like that's strong. I I can see yeah really great things mm-hmm. about all four of those characters. Just the Anita uh, or what's the other name? Anita, fake Anita, real Victoria. 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 That whole episode is in a weird 
mental trap in my brain. It's like a maze to get into that episode and start thinking about it. <laughs> Much like uh, another episode is in a different sort of maze. It's more of like a hedge maze where there's a lot of fog, <laughs> which is... Uh, uh, so it's at the Outlook Hotel. <laughs> yeah, is the the one where the hotel door disappears. What is this episode? Oh, oh the heart, of the, heart of the Matter. Heart of the Matter. Heart of the, matter. the author friend yeah that episode has the weirdest memory in my brain of just like hazy i don't know what the fuck was going on so bizarre those two episodes are like mazes to get through to me and so yes those villains are great i agree with you i love those villains that heart of the matter was a good episode that was a really good episode episode. that's when i think about the most for some reason i mean we were in seattle for that episode so it was definitely a different experience for us to view it and so that might have part of part of to do with that but i feel like it just felt so weird they were in Brittany. (laughs) they were (laughs) it was bizarre It's yeah. so hazy and weird. I mean, a lot of crazy shit goes down in in Heart of the Matter. Mm-hmm. People get yeah. drugged. There's yeah. a, a whole family of villains. Possibly. Yeah, but they kind of don't, they're being more villainous than they think they are. And yeah. It's yeah. a lot, right? It's, that's the closest to spookiness. I mean, got, that so episode is. is complicated. Let's get real. <laughs> that episode is so complicated. Yes. True. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> you have some other favorite villains, Eric? I mean, the the I, I think we've Darling. pretty much said all of the <laughs> all, all the ones that I that I wanted to bring up. Like Heart of Darkness is my number one. Oh, Dodsworth yeah. Nash is mm-hmm. definitely the you know him and his computer. That's I I always yeah. I knock points off of that for James Bondiness, but uh, <laughs> it's still spectacular. It's a it's so a pretty good. pretty great one. And then Anita Victoria mm-hmm. is just timelessly wonderful. Like he's a standout. Yeah. yeah, we always so we've had one other. The latest in high fashion murder was the one other like dual personality ish kind of villain. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of Karen, right? A little bit? No, Karen was or, just straight up like... Peggy. <laughs> Peggy, that's what I'm thinking of Peggy, yeah, yeah. Peggy was sort of having like a... She thought she was Jennifer Hart, sort of. Yeah, she was having a dissociative... Mm-hmm. Disor- like a dissociative yeah. bo- moment. Uh, yeah. But but Anita, Victoria, like that's a whole other game where she's like hiring people to be yeah, her. That is next level. Yeah. Yes. Do we have like favorite... Like a uh, consciousness and... A, and- <laughs> A denial there that's really intense. Do we have favorite murders, favorite deaths from the season? Ooh. I have mine from a pretty shocking episode that we didn't love. Uh, hearts, <laughs> hearts and Flowers, the bee murder. <laughs> the bee murder is, is my favorite. The yeah. bee murder that's is my really favorite. good. Bee murder is totally my favorite. The effects in that are so amazing. <laughs> Actually, um, I kind of love it when Jonathan throws the doctor from the love boat off of the train. That I was just going to say that one too. That's yeah. the first thing that pops into my mind. That's <laughs> we were so shocked by that. Yeah. It was so yeah. sh- that Jonathan bit, killed somebody. Yeah. There's no way he survived Straight that fall up. off the tress. <laughs> Straight up. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, cuz yeah. I the the only the most the other memorable <clears throat> murder that I have is not because of the murder itself but because of who was murdered. Ooh. <laughs> my favorite character from season three and possibly all three seasons, 
Is it Laura? Laura Bancroft. Laura Bancroft. Rest in peace. Who was yeah. murdered in a black bikini after removing her white floor length fur coat. <laughs> That's why I renamed her this white episode. Fury. What becomes a murder moist? <laughs> because she gets she gets murdered in a pool and she made us all wet. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a double meaning. I love it. I love Because poor Laura Bancroft, our favorite I favorite character from season three. In my opinion, hands down, she was incredible. Yeah, a million yeah. percent. Yeah, a million percent. I would love to. I would rewatch that episode in a, a heartbeat. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> because she was fucking incredible. That's oh yeah, definitely the Carrie best. Carrie Nye, part. big up to Carrie Nye. Oh yes, Carrie Nye. And so, and also the fact that they they killed her mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. different for Heart to Heart. You know, usually we get those. Uh, like the last episode hearts and fraud we got this woody allen jokester character yeah who were just you just are ready to see get murdered he's yes. just ripe for being murdered <laughs> waka waka marty yeah waka waka marty laura is just so fucking cool that you don't want you really we really felt it when she got murdered it was it felt really yeah. bad it makes me wonder Horrible. if if the writers and uh if the writers felt that she was not a likable character. I I feel like that's possible. Yeah, because of mm-hmm. um sexism and multiple other things. Yeah, uh, but like she's so great and so clever and and such a a wonderful presence in the episode to murder her and not like have her spared or saved by the hearts like mm-hmm. they do some other pretty forgettable characters yeah very it really says to me that spared on a consistent basis yeah it says to me that they felt that she was unlikable enough to be murdered yeah because it's not their mo to murder a likable character correct yeah you're right except for uh uh thomas thomas raintree was it oh yeah oh yeah that's true that was right after you got that new horse too Mm -hmm. that wasn't the season though was it that was last season but it was that's the only other like likable character that gets murdered that I can remember. Because <laughs> usually, if someone gets murdered, it's because they were up to no good, or yeah, mm, or they were know. just like they were not characters. They were they were just presences. Yeah, right. You mean like sometimes when you accidentally overhear people talking about how they're making drug enhanced dog food? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like, a giant comes and chokes you. Like that? <laughs> like that. Or pushes yeah. you down a human when size you're, paper when you're just When you're a device. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, yeah, a character. No, I feel like Laura Bancroft, I, yeah, that character is amazing. She's fabulous. Everything about that. Yeah. So good. That coincides with my favorite looks of the season. Oh. Uh, definitely Laura Bancroft. Pretty much every, every look she pulled off was of my favorite looks. Do we have other favorite looks? I, the looks of this uh, this season are so gone in my brain. Yeah. Like, I too, which is weird for me. The other, like, we even stopped kind of talking about fashion yeah. as much this. We kind of did. They kind of wasn't good. Went downhill. Wasn't good. The other, my other favorite though, Marcus the Magnificent. Yes, of course. <laughs> His white flame yes. suit. <laughs> yes. With, huh. with as Joe put it in the episode, <laughs> crotchal energy. <laughs> <laughs> Mega crotchal energy. Joe dig their crotches. 
Yep. <laughs> well, you guys know where I stand on murder up their sleeves. Yes. Mm, love. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Uh, another, don't give me shit about it. Another favorite look is just seeing Jonathan in that episode sort of plastic surgeried and his hair slicked back in a different way. His mm-hmm. his twin. Mm-hmm. Just Jonathan with a different hairstyle looks so good. His hair, not my favorite styling for a man, <laughs> especially when he's in an action thing. Yeah. It's just like wigs akimbo, <laughs> wig salad. <laughs> wig salad. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing him as this plastic surgery doppelganger was re- huh. was cool and one of my favorite looks of the season as well. Although I was pretty upset with how they use that, especially in a, an episode about magicians. They don't use, they don't use any magic reveal to this yeah. extra Jonathan that they There's, have. Are you saying stop erasing magicians? Uh, no, I'm saying start. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> wait. Um, so talking about, well, of course, when I think of murder up their sleeves, then I just think of the question that we always ask in our season recap, which is which episode or event would you want to be in? Mm. Or, you know, what if for an event, is there an event that you would want to be at? Um, you know, like a, a boring museum uh, sculpture dedication that goes horribly <laughs> awry, for example. A call there that swings from a crane. Uh, I, would like to, I would like to go to a show at Playtime. Playtime, oh. playtime, yeah. where where the rhinestone, where Lenora, uh, cowgirl, what's her face, yeah. yeah, oh, where she played, yes, okay. Um, my mine was the hay party at the Hart's house. Is yeah, one of no, my the, events. The hay party would would just drive me nuts. Sit you at could, the edge. Mine is, you can't eat the food. <laughs> You're no. sneezing constantly. No, there's hay all over <laughs> everything. Mine is the um. White Fury photo yes, uh, that's campaign party mm-hmm. where Laura Bancroft is like, get rid of this bitch's soda pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring out the bourbon. Uh, that's the, I'm like, yes, fake, fake white fur coats for everyone. That's yeah. my kind of party. Hell yeah. Um, also the crazy wine tasting setup in Vintage Hearts where the, the basement? Uh, no. Although the basement, you know, not bad. But no, we're <laughs> just... Uh, just all hell breaks loose at that wine tasting man people are just like diving over tables and running in every direction i also kind of wouldn't mind eating uh dinner at that monastery in hawaii um definitely yes lingerie i would love to go to lingerie Lingerie. yeah also i was gonna say about the white fury party the Remember the casual setups in the go-go cages where it was just yeah. regular, yeah. but the, and it was just go-go cages, but with regular people just eating yes. hors d'oeuvres and shit in <laughs> <laughs> regular clothes. That was so great. The, I think I would also love, of course, I think anyone would love an opportunity to ride around in the nudie mobile. Yes, definitely. I personally wouldn't mind being on the Heartland Express oh, while a bunch of people sure. are getting murdered. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> that, that looked like a really fun time, like getting wasted with uh, Florence Henderson. Hell yeah. Right. And uh, possibly getting inappropriate with Lee McCloskey. <laughs> Giving the <laughs> harp case lady a makeover to her villainous. Just bringing her another, <laughs> another bottle of brown liquor when yeah. hers runs out. <laughs> like putting cigarette burns on her leather jacket <laughs> to make her look badass. I... Of course, 
I have to say it because I, I don't want to be called out, but of course I would go to see Marcus the Magnificent over and over again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That uh, magic castle. I'm also intrigued by the creepy magic warehouse. Yeah, it's the, the Acme, magic palace. The Acme uh, Supply Company. Yeah. That's one where I disagree. I would avoid that place at all costs. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's because Ellen wants to see a trick that she'll remember the longest day of her life. Of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would love to go to Pods and Jerry's and play some backgammon Ooh. with a blind date. <laughs> Actually, so uh, po- I I kind of want to go to Pods and Jerry's, but Jesse Jams. <laughs> the uh, idea of sitting at backgammon <laughs> tables with this with like random couples <laughs> just seems weird. <laughs> you mean you don't want to go buy fake flowers from that blind lady at Hard Industries? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she should starve. And then every. <laughs> Resort hotel they go to in Hawaii, I would die to go to. One hundred percent are incredible. Yeah, and all the parrots everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I think my number one is the Heartland Express train, though. That would be so fun. Mm -hmm. That would the the party on that train just looked so fun. Yeah, and then there's all kinds of crazy shit going on that you don't necessarily have to be a part of. Like no no innocent bystanders were killed in that episode. So they were drunk. (laughs) I'm down. Um, so, you know, we, Max, as we mentioned before, was very absent for this season. Yeah. Uh, he was there in the beginning and he was there in the end, thank God. But in the middle, he was just gone, um, doing a play as I like to think. Uh, but he, he also didn't date much this season. Right. Except for once in a couple of hearts. Mm. He, oh. He went on the date with Maria, the Morocco lady. Oh, oh. No, he went on two dates. He went on two dates this season. Oh, wait. What was the other one? He went out with Marlene, the mechanic. That's right. And, and she, she was like, and fuck he him. He disappeared. Yeah. He left me there. Oh, that's right. She had, and she was uh, perhaps unconcerned. Perhaps a slightly disproportionate rage. Yeah. Yeah. She was not concerned about it. I forgot well-being. about the Morocco lady. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Wow. I put my favorite That's Max. A crazy episode. My favorite Max lady is the guy in the prison, I think Danny from the fishing village. <laughs> <laughs> that he gets he gets drunk to go <laughs> give information to. Oh my god. That's that was my yeah. favorite Max moment, I think, from the whole season. That was a great Max wow. moment. That was a really good him him playing drunk mm-hmm. and yeah, that was great. The fishing village. <laughs> Weird episode. What would you say if I renamed a, an episode Akil po- Polko? Akil <laughs> <laughs> <Achille> Polko. <laughs> Viva la revolución. <laughs> it's not Bacopa. It's no, a couple of hearts. <laughs> it's a couple of hearts. Yeah. The, yeah. Acapulco. We talk about uh, the pronunciation of Acapulco. Actually, I titled that that podcast episode the phonetic pronunciation yeah. of Acapulco. Still haven't mastered. <laughs> oh, we just go on a picnic with some burritos and enchiladas. Uh, Acapulco. <laughs> would you Would you rather do the burritos and enchiladas picnic, or would you rather have a sack lunch next to a fountain with a guy vomiting up a bunch of cards <laughs> with oh. Elliot? <laughs> The magician. <laughs> I love that. That's so. I remember I counted how many tricks he did. He did yeah. seven tricks in three minutes. 
Yeah. yeah, we talked about just how annoying that would be and how Jennifer is reacting sort of okay. like a child. Uh, everyone, everyone is pulling a scarf in my mouth. <laughs> pulling a scarf in my mouth. And Joe, I made you this balloon, an- balloon animal Whoa. while you're talking. <laughs> it's Laura Bancroft. <laughs> Whoa. It's got a white fury jacket on. <laughs> and a little black bikini. And it's all wet. Balloon or Bancroft. <laughs> Holy smokes. How about the title? That's a horse of a different murder. Heartbreak kid. Yes. Boo, heartbreak kid. Heartbreak Boo. kid. Heartbreak kid. <laughs> oh, Max also went out on a date with heartbreak oh, yeah. kid's grandma. The hot grandma. Oh, that's right. And mm-hmm. the girl was like, don't fuck my grandma. I have an early flight. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't fuck my grandma tonight. We have to get out of here. We have to go home. That's funny. Uh, Heartbreak Kid. I have to go be rich like the Boston part of the parent trap. Yeah. (laughs) Heartbreak Kid is the lowest rated episode of this season. Seriously? (gasps) What's the rating? 3.5. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do we want to go to rewrite? To rewrite. Re- rewrite, or rewrite, 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 rewrite corner. corner. We can well. Rewrite. Let's. Uh, well, I don't. For, first, let's 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 see what what was your what do you consider your favorite episode of this season? Which oh, this shit. is a this was a rough one for me because looking at the ratings, uh-huh. like I know what we said were our favorite episodes, and now I don't know if I agree. S- well, spoiler from probably from my rewrite, but Heartland Express by far is yeah. in my memory the greatest episode this season. It was. I, I think back about that episode so often. It's like the the one standout from the season that I love so much. Yeah. I love well, it. Well, in the past, we've done top three and then worked it around to like the, mm, okay. the top episode. Okay. Then number one for me is Heartland Express. What are y'all feeling? Uh, mine's, mine, my favorite was What Becomes a Murder Most uh, because of Laura Bancroft and because it was kind of creepy. Um, it was one of the darker episodes of the season, mm-hmm. um, but it's I'm Heart of Darkness. So, OK, my my three way tie for favorites are Heart of uh-huh. Darkness, What Becomes a Murder Most and maybe Heartland Express. Oh, my three way tie <laughs> is Heart of the Matter, Murder Up Their Sleeves and Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Heart of the Matter actually was. Yeah, damn it. Maybe I have a four-way tie. Wait, what the hell is Heart of the Matter? Heart of the Matter was the, the in, in Brittany. Brittany. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Little Brittany, Los Angeles. Because <laughs> uh, I was Old thinking of... British eyes only. <laughs> I was thinking of its actual title, Coif de Murderon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heart of the Matter stands out too, in a way, even though I just didn't recognize the, the title of it. Um, you know, another episode that we rated very highly that I, for some reason, just don't recall is Blue and Brokenhearted. Hearted. <laughs> uh, that's the one where they, they find out that there were bets on how long the hearts would last. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we all rated that very high. We did? We all rated mm. that very high. I don't really remember that one either. Me and Ellen gave it a five. You gave it a four. And mm. Co- Corey, mm-hmm. who was our guest that episode, oh, gave it a five. Right. But <laughs> honestly, I don't remember that episode. I like. I have just you bringing it up. I'm starting to have slight memories of it. Yeah. What was the main 
Can we read the synopsis? Is that a possibility? Yeah. Do you have those available? I have I have uh, them pretty handy. <laughs> Someone's trying to break up the hearts. That's the IMDb synopsis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just remember the dude was, he had a bet going, a running bet of, what was it, 20? It was something like a, this is it was $150,000, I think. Yes. And I thought so, it was And 50. he owed, oh, maybe it was 50, but he owed that money. Mm-hmm. But there's also the epic thing at the end where he pushes the nun off of her bicycle. That's right. Mm. I, I stand by the five hearts. That's okay. I'm remembering the nun thing. This this is the Pods and Jerry episode, isn't it? Where they yeah. because they're acting Jonathan and Jennifer are acting like they're in a troubled relationship mm-hmm. in order to flesh out the blackmail. Yes. And right. Lingerie. It is a little lingerie episode. Yes. And they have that great fight that really broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Oh yeah. Starting that was okay. Back. That was a really good episode. Yeah. That was a very good episode. Mm-hmm. And they kind of also mm-hmm. kept it a little secret, right? From yeah. the viewer, I think. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At least a little Like bit. the fight, we didn't know that they were pretending to fight until much later. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I know that my ratings were kind of all over the map because when I really think about it, I think this season is the one that I was maybe most sort of just like, huh. I don't even remember what I rated in those things. I think a I lot either. of the, the ones that I really enjoyed in hindsight are ones that I rated lower. Although I did rate Murder of Bruce Lee's 4.5. Right, Eric? You said? I uh, think. Yeah. Um, no, you get murder up your, up there. Saves you gave a three. Oh, I gave a three. <laughs> I love it. In hindsight, we might have bullied you into that. <laughs> I'm thinking about this. It's like we. I I gave it a one. Joe gave it a two. And I, I have a feeling you might have been bullied into that three. <laughs> well, I seem to recall that Joe is very upset that professional magicians are not actors. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were all upset about that during. No, the I was. Recording. I was the most upset about <laughs> that because like, I felt embarrassed for magic. Yeah, <laughs> that was so bad. And we, I believe Eric insinuated that it was an ad for the Blackstone uh, magic. Yes, kit. it was, yeah. except for that they made Blackstone <laughs> a, the bad guy, which I I was both yeah yay for. I thought that was a cool move on on Harry Blackstone Jr.'s part. Mm-hmm. It's Harry, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but it but it is kind of a weird thing to to market yourself as a villain. <laughs> a villain. But we all wanted the poster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the half lion lady and the <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I I think and I did love Heartland Express. I think I think I'm gonna weirdly go with Heart of the Matter because I feel it was the closest thing to creepy, mm-hmm. and that Murder Up Their Sleeves was also just creepy because Harry Blackstone Jr. is so creepy. Um, so I'm gonna say my favorite episode of the season, no matter what I rated it, because Jesus, uh, what am I thinking? Um, is Heart of the Matter. Mm. It was the closest to spooky that we got this season. Yeah. I really think so. it was the most like like uh, thriller mystery yes. style episode mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. where you have really no idea what the hell is going on, and mm-hmm. that was very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then to me, also for some reason, Heartline and Sinker, I like remember every movement of that episode. I don't know why, because I remember not liking it and being very bored. And we, I think we gave it a pretty low rating. I can remember what happened in it at least, and I feel like that says something. You gave that a four point five. Oh, I did. You did. Okay, so that that must that makes sense. I gave it a three. Ellen gave it a three point five. I remember rating it lower. Call me, Roy. <laughs> mm, 
I remember that episode really well, so it really stuck out. Hmm. Um, even though, but I remember not liking it, but I guess I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember it being, there's certain episodes that felt like missed opportunities, and that was one of them, where it was like, mm. if they had just developed those, their town, the small town, the hearts going into a small town and getting alienated and being the outsiders, it would have resonated a lot more and been a better episode. I felt the, I felt the menace of the small town. I wanted more menace of the small town. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be like the town that dreaded sundown. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They definitely had it going on in the episode for sure. Mm -hmm. Especially since the sheriff slash police chief. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) The chief sheriff was the main villain Mm -hmm. and also Solomon. (laughs) Wait, so we don't have a unanimous. There is no, there is no downhill to death. There isn't. And I'm, I'm really struggling between huh I just I think Heart of Darkness was just so good. Yeah, oh, wow. Heart of Darkness is really but good. What becomes a murder most is so memorable because of Laura. But I don't I think I may be rating that higher because of Laura and not necessarily the entirety of the episode. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Heart of Darkness as my favorite. Wow. What did you rate that one? Five. Oh, what did we rate it? You gave it a four and Ellen gave it a five. Okay. But speaking of it, we don't have a unanimous favorite. No. But I would like to re-rate mm-hmm. Heartland Express. Me too. And I am going to I'm going to boost my three point five to five. Ooh. What's because, my rating? Because I remember it. I remember every move move of that episode. Yeah. I, I every time I think of it, I smile. Yes. Uh I I love it. I love it now in hindsight more than I did when I was watching it. I don't understand why I was so hard on it in the beginning. Yeah. Joe gave it a 4. I'm giving it a 5 as well. There you go. Definitely. Ellen gave it a 3. Uh. Hmm. You don't have to use your rewrite on this one. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> That's just like when I think back of the this season, that's the one I think of. Yeah, I I feel like I gave some low ratings this season. Um, well, we're going to find out. I already know. Oh, my God. I think I would prefer to boost my rating for Murder Up Their Sleeves. Okay. From give what? that a five. You're going to give that a five? Yep. What is she changing from? From a three. Oh, wow. Okay. Two points. So that goes up to an eight. <laughs> <laughs> there is no helping murder. Hey, representation eight. matters. And uh, Heartland Express goes up to a what? 13. Oh, okay. Fuck a duck. Fuck a duck. That's the other thing is like, we, there are there any Heart of Golds? There are no Heart None. of Golds. I, I know I held back a couple. Amazing. The closest we had was Blue and Broken Hearted, which. <clears throat> Uh, Wait, isn't Heart of Darkness Heart of Gold? I think I held no, it back. No, no. So Heart of Darkness, both Heart of Darkness and Blue and Broken Hearted, Joe gave a four. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, Joe. You're welcome. <laughs> Corey, our guest. Give it a five. For, for Blue and Broken Hearted, gave it a five. But, but his score doesn't his count. His score doesn't count. <laughs> so we can't even say that his score means one. <laughs> no. I don't, unless you guys want to. I mean, no. I don't write the rules. I'm no. not going to cheat the system. Yeah, I just think, you know. That speaks volumes to the about the season to me is that we never agreed. I mean, and yeah, 
mm-hmm. maybe we're finding all different things to love about our, our our specific little things that we love but the standout episodes in past seasons have been just like undeniable bests for all of us it's true we don't have this season it's true uh oh my goodness well I mean, we've kind of gone through everything that we can go through on this. Like, do we have a favorite freeway moment? (laughs) No. Like, freeway was cute sometimes. He was kind of annoying sometimes. (laughs) What what would you say if I renamed an episode? (laughs) (laughs) We all lost. Pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The heart strike out. Yeah. The heart strike out. I won. Pick it up. I won. Pick it up. Pick it up. I won. Pick it up. That's yeah. That's that's another episode that we talked about, and I I moved my score from a from a two to a four. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Wow. Because of how because of the absolutely bizarre it was. The, yeah. That party where they're oh doing that stupid game. Yeah. Eyes wide shut. Party. Was eyes wide shut party, and every every time there's an eyes wide shut party, I'm in. Um, but that's that reminded me too of a couple of hearts. And it was the one time that we all had the same rewrite, basically, mm. where we were like hoping that it was a cult, <laughs> that they were the ceremony or whatever that they were gonna, or well, the celebration that they were having at the end. We thought it was going to be just like, oh, they're sacrificing someone to Satan. <laughs> oh yeah, it's instead the they were like they were like going to kill the revolutionary guy. Wait, which episode? Oh right, it's the one where they're in Acapulco. Couple of hearts. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. Where they're pretending to be uh, maids. And, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then the hot revolutionary guy shows up after mm-hmm. killing the senator. <laughs> and then we got into, uh, we learned a lot about the Interpol. We did. We- <laughs> <laughs> and saw their weird ass Interpol website. <laughs> Which seems fake. How about a title? This bait is delicious. <laughs> Heartline and sinker. Remember and that sinker. bait? Oh yeah, the was pistachio it? and cheese. Pistachio yes. cheese and it's yum. all natural. Yeah, like sesame seeds. Sesame seeds. It was sesame oh, seeds. Oh, what a pate! That's yeah. the pate that of would the have been season. Such a good spread. <laughs> Light blue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've kind of talked about the our overall feelings about season three mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> we have. The data from (laughs) from from the home office. The home office. Margaret, our Deanne, Deanne. whose name is Margaret, Margaret. has supplied us with. Yes, thank you so much, Margaret. Who liked this season the most? Who rated the highest overall? I'm so excited to know this, and so scared. (laughs) So, do either of you have? A guess, yes, as to who liked it most. Uh, who like? Well, okay. First of all, here, do you have a guess of what the number would be? Oh God, the average, you mean, or the the the, com- f- the rating for the whole season? So let me let me tell you this: there's 24 episodes, and mm-hmm. if the so the highest possible score for this season would be 120 hearts. Okay. 120. Do you have any guesses as to like what the numeric range of our total <laughs> scores? God, I think I rated it the lowest. That's my guess, and I think it's somewhere in the 70s or 80s. That's my guess, and I think Ellen, I think Ellen rated it. Uh, 
I think Eric rated it. No, I don't know. Actually, I think Ellen maybe rated it the highest. Let me tell you this: there is there are nine points between the lowest oh! and the highest. Wow! Shut up! That's Holy crazy! Shit. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts! Wow! That is so crazy. Nine points. Damn! I can't even guess. I feel like <clears throat> the ratings this season have been all over the map. Yeah, like it's, it's true. just always been kind of a surprise. I feel like. More than the previous two seasons, I really struggled before I think, giving my ratings. Usually, I just spit it out, and I just was like, mm-hmm. I think Ellen rated it highest. You rated it middle. I rated it lowest. That's my guess. Okay. Ellen, do you have a guess as to who rated it 73 points? Mm. 73 hearts out of 120? <laughs> me? It was me. Oh. You? Me. That seems low. Oh, interesting. <gasps> so who rated it 79 points? Ellen. Yeah, it was Ellen. I don't know. <laughs> was he? Was he? It okay. was Ellen. It was Ellen. And Joe rated it 70. I did? Yeah. <laughs> I was the lowest. I knew it. I knew it. I, I ah, knew this was so going to be the case. Right. So yeah. I knew it was going to be. You were wow. right. You were right on all. We were so Every close. single front. You were like, it's between 70 and 80. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah. I'm like living up to my name. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. 79, 73 and 70. Yeah. Were the final ratings. Damn. That's... Average rating, so Ellen's average rating was 3.3 hearts. My average rating was 3 hearts and Joe's was 2.9. Our, our... <laughs> wow. But like but that's I feel like so Joe, close. you had some a few episodes where you really like threw down. Last and... minute you're like you're all like giving it a five or whatever and it's yeah. like ooh Joe yeah there were some but I guess if you're like throwing every other episode into yeah. the cellar then it doesn't really matter it's true <laughs> yeah if I'm middle of the range on everything that's so crazy that it's oh. so close to me I really didn't think it was I thought mm. one of us was going to be like maximum but I guess it makes sense we're not that far off on our ratings usually no we're but usually this, not this season mm. especially did seem like we were a little bit more wild and separate I think Eric and I had the biggest differences this season. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because season two, almost entirely me and Ellen rated oh, yeah. things exactly the exactly same. The same. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I I'm, remember. I'm also looking at the data from the previous seasons, which we have been, we are not allowed to discuss. Right. Oh, but you have them? I do. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do. In, in fact, you all do. I texted this, <laughs> I texted oh, this spreadsheet to you. Oh, gonna, you do. I'm not okay. going to look. Are you going to look, Ellen? No. Okay. So what we're going to do. Because it's my fault yes. that we're not yes. doing the previous two seasons. We're going to, very excitingly, we're going to see who likes the next season the most at the end. And then mm-hmm. at the end of all the seasons, we're going to figure out who likes Heart to Heart the most and who likes it the least numerically, which is kind of intimidating to start thinking about it that way it's like it, it makes me want to rate higher a little bit more yeah but we're more than halfway through i know because we're not going to include the movies in that, in oh, that yeah no we won't metric. we won't include the movies oh, in the metric. You're right okay but i will i will say having looked at this i'm shocked really why are you shocked <gasps> you will find out in a year when oh we oh my god <laughs> or half a year we'll find yeah. out we'll find oh, out like oh, six months shocked. oh because of the overall rating yeah okay i'm really really surprised i'm very very surprised okay well okay 
If you say any more, I'm going to want you to reveal them now. Yeah. So don't say any more. <laughs> and Margaret, you are a saint. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's amazing that you did this, that you did this for us. I also, appreciate it so yeah, much. I'm so glad that we got to meet her in person. That was I so fun. I, well, I Especially hope we get to meet, this. meet you again. Yeah, definitely. Especially during the pandemic and everything. Yeah. The home office. I mean, we've got it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our, the home office. What is Stanley burning. doing? <laughs> Our Corey Stanley is just like <laughs> looking right, at lamps on look at lamps, and, lamps and chairs. Lamps and chairs. Right. Yeah. We have the home office is very much in effect, but our bartender and uh, mm. our Stanley are AWOL this episode, but they'll be back. They'll yeah. Be back. Yeah. So we are divided. There is no definitive favorite episode of season two, which seems to go along with the general feeling and theme of season three. Sorry, mm-hmm. season three. Yeah. Um, man, I thought by now you guys would be all over your pope. Well, that well, that's because it's time. Time for pick <laughs> your pope. <laughs> myself <laughs> season wide the deepest poke the hardest poke <laughs> My, I, mine's mine's pretty easy mine was pretty easy well, to, to come up with because honestly there were very few to choose from this season oh there was yeah, one to choose is... from for me <laughs> do we have any guesses oh, do you, do you have a is guess? it from menace the men of stash Oh, I'm gonna, I mean, yeah, I'm, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm assuming it's it's the heart line and sinker sheriff for you, but I wrong. think it's the the diver, okay, the diving guy. Well, if I was going to re- rename an episode, how deep is my poke? <laughs> <laughs> what, what episode do you think it was? From the depths of my heart. <laughs> the depths of my heart. Yeah, what was his name? Fred. Fred. Oh, I took so many photos of Fred. He, he was is. hot. Over, maybe series wide for me. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, he was really, really hot. Yes. Oh my so, god. Yeah. But because because of my uncontrollable urge to research my pokes oh, no. <laughs> and to like find out like what did they actually look like and uh, blah 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 you know and mm-hmm. oh were they were they ever hotter or were they ever less hot <laughs> uh my poke <laughs> is raymond from Vent- Vent- vintage hearts vintage oh un- the nervous husband yeah beleaguered henpecked husband that man is handsome he's handsome so crazy attractive like what are you talking about yeah you're right yeah he's super Mm -hmm. slim Uh, Mm -hmm. god he looks good Mm -hmm. but yeah uh fred fred is honorable mention as fuck oh my god (laughs) he's fine as shit yeah ellen you got one (laughs) how deep is your poke ellen uh i gotta go with laura bancroft Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense there you go Mm -hmm. she's so everything Oh, Riker was in this season too. Oh, right. which is he was crazy. <laughs> he was. That was so weird. Such that a weird one. Bears episode. mentioning because Riker on Star Trek is like so attractive he's to me. Sublime. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is sublime. <laughs> sublime. So it's crazy that he was in this series and I didn't choose him as my boat. He was not attractive in this. He was a little weird for sure. Yeah. His like his oh. giant wide set eyes <laughs> definitely like <laughs> he grew into that. <laughs> I found the pictures of Fred. <laughs> well, I'd like to oh stop it. I'd like to <laughs> talk about my favorite. I'm just gonna vault past the post. Um 
I'm going to take the pole and vault away from the pokes. <laughs> taking a pole, huh? Um, taking the pole in the my, hole. <laughs> my favorite Jonathan and Jennifer moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's from Hearts Under Glass. And it's when they're trying to escape and they keep finding all those bases and armors yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> My mm -hmm. favorite Jonathan and Jennifer moment of the season is actually there are two because <laughs> I just can't make a moment about the season. But the first, the dominant and most favorite moment is just all of the crazy vases and stuffing vases into armors that are mm. in hallways and then you turn around and there's another vase. <laughs> I just feel like that is their strongest collaborative moment for me of the season. Mm. Um, I don't know why. I just love it. And then my second <laughs> favorite moment is I always love it when the hearts go get intel from some rando um, in their life. And it's always an old man at a park. And so I have to say, like, the way that they interact with Elliot is so funny to me. The way Jennifer's like, mm, and he's there eating his weird ass lunch. And they're just like, thanks, Elliot, or whatever. While he's just like shoving close up magic in their faces. And it's really yes. terrible. And he's like vomiting out playing cards and all this stuff. And Jennifer's like, wow. And like, like, just there are a million just Jennifer moments this season where she's just like, yes. Uh -huh. Like there's so much, it's not quite shade because I don't think Jennifer lowers herself to shade, but it is whatever is pre-shade mm -hmm. is what Jennifer is serving just heaps and heaps of like abundant helpings of pre-shade yes. from Diffuse. Jennifer and I love all of those. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's, um yeah, that's my thing. But I just really was feeling when they are freaking out with all the vases <laughs> in the and armors in the hallway at Dodson Nash's crazy I have, house. I have two that I that I can't decide between, and they're two. They're actually two. They're they swing so wildly from one end of the spectrum of their interactions to another that I kind of think both of them qualify as my favorite moments. Mm -hmm. uh, the first is from Rhinestone Hearts where uh jennifer points at her boots and jonathan takes them off oh, oh yeah that's it's, sweet it is a very believable and lovable moment between a couple and it just reminds me that they love each other and they're a team i love it uh and the second is their fight at l'orangerie Oh yeah, because I <laughs> was genuinely distressed <laughs> by by them arguing with each other, mm. and the, they because they were able to put on that act so well. Yeah, uh, I think that romantic. qualifies. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's true. I I love. There's some separate moments that are coming to mind when Jonathan was on stage on the ballet <laughs> and why is murder so complicated. Oh. Oh, I really love that moment. <laughs> See anything strange? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. When Jennifer <laughs> looks over at Marty in the car in an episode, I'm calling the Fast oh. and the Furious, <laughs> the Fast and the Furious Bel Air drift. So much pre-shade. <laughs> so pre uh huh. That's bemused pre-shade. Mega pre-shade. The the ultimate pre-shade moment for me with Jennifer is at. <laughs> Is what's the episode called when they're at the haunted dinner party? I can't. Night think of, horrors. Night horrors, of course. 
when she, when the <laughs> author that you weird can't author see the look on Eric's face, but that was the greatest. Eye <laughs> roll, intense like Michelle level side eye. He gave me pre shade. <laughs> I, I was just giving a little diffusion. Yeah, just <laughs> that is the ultimate Jennifer pre shade to me is when they're talking to, the, uh, to the, talking to that author and I think of that frequently. Yes, that is so. Like, you must have read my books. No, mm, no. no? <laughs> <laughs> Darling, nope. That's yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that might be my my most favorite Jennifer moment overall. But that, okay. she, but we got a glimpse of that in the car, like glancing at Marty when he was right. doing being a fucking weirdo, uh, super nervous, waka waka Marty before his death. <laughs> my favorite five <laughs> hours. I think, hours I think my my favorite solo Jennifer moment from this season though is her littering on the street to get the cop oh, yeah, to yeah. give her a ticket, like. Oh yeah, that was that. I found just delightful. Uh, I was. I felt awkward about that moment. I just. I, I again. Like I wanted her to kick him. I wanted yeah, her to get herself her arrested. Like, yeah, I love when she's going to get mustard. <laughs> <laughs> when she just wants some mustard for her yeah. hot dog, and she ends People up getting got, kidnapped. Got in the way of her mustard. <laughs> A lady needs some mustard. Yeah, I gotta get some mustard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was it this season that she got arrested? Or was that last season when Jonathan picks her up? <laughs> picks her up oh, from the lockup. That's, oh, that's the season. That's isn't this it? season. Yeah, and she's wearing the fur coat. That's yeah. That's uh, yeah. White Fury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was another favorite moment when she's she gets picked up from jail <laughs> she and she's like hair. brushing her hair and yeah. she seems delighted that she spent the night in jail <laughs> yeah. and then she drives by a hooker a daytime like a morning hooker on the street and she's like oh yeah no she must have gotten out before me uh-huh. <laughs> oh no that was wasn't it um the it's the diamonds where she is hypnotized for and steals isn't that when she oh, got was arrested? that was, was that it Mm-hmm. Oh. She's wearing a brown fur coat. She's that, not wearing her white fury. I think you might be right. So that wasn't this season. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was? was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't talked about that episode at all. No. Which was? Cap- Capuchin is uh, hypnotizing her to steal her friend's jewelry. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hearts, uh, Heart of, of Diamonds. Diamonds. Heart of yeah. Diamonds. Yeah. Which, Which I, re- uh, I renamed. I think that's where she gets arrested, yeah. <laughs> My title for this one is Hypnosis is Not Mind Control. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hypnosis to jennifer zero yeah another great another missed opportunity to me that pitting pitting jonathan and jennifer against each other great kernel of an idea there mm. figure out how to do it heart to heart figure out how to do that in a realistic way and you can there there are I, I can like there's thousands of ways that could happen mistakenly whatever but they've just done done it so clumsily and that's mm. one example of that to me where it's mind control hypnosis on Jennifer and well that's the blue and broken hearted thing like the her they're yeah. they're pretending to fight yeah. they're pretending to be on the rocks mm-hmm. I I love that idea and yeah. I I do wish I do wish that they had done that just for the entire episode and not told the yes. audience the very end of the episode could be you know like the post yeah. the post conclusion uh, you know recap before credits scene mm. could be them together like saying oh we really had them you know mm. like uh, and it would be so satisfying and so cute mm-hmm. um but you know 
that that's not what happened and they're much <laughs> <laughs> there just are more yeah there are more satisfying ways to pay off that sort of story that we haven't really seen yet yeah. it's sort of been clumsily done and... well there's like 40 something episodes left they might I be know. able to pull it off still <laughs> and there's God. eight eight it's whole true. movies how many episodes have we done True. now? Do we know? Seventy-one is, episodes of the pod. Yeah, so 71. so there are 60, sixty-eight 60, episodes. Sixty-nine. Uh, <laughs> no, Ellen hated that. <laughs> I did. I did hate that. Much like yeah, doing the pod, getting to know Ellen and what what type of humor she likes, what type of humor will just make her go silent. <laughs> Well, I think we've exhausted season three. Uh, I know I'm exhausted. Well, there's one more title I think is worth mentioning. <laughs> what would you say would be the episode <laughs> if I retitle it? Hey, I feel like a murder. <laughs> oh my god is that rhinestone hearts, rhinestone hearts. <laughs> you got it got it <laughs> hey I feel, feel like, like a murderer. murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Never have so few been so upset by so much hay. <laughs> I know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But then we got the nudie mobile, what so be- what becomes a murder moist? <laughs> <laughs> What becomes a murder moist? Oh my god. It's such a subtle change. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's all my uh, hot topics of season three, basically. I think you've got all all. the hot tops. So there is is no reigning episode. There is no -mm. no supreme unanimous episode. I apparently like season three the best. To each our own supreme. Well, and since since we do have precedent of stating the overall score of this season, mm-hmm. it is 222 hearts, uh, which is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to continue into season four. Yeah. And with that, Ellen, what <laughs> are we doing next? I'm so glad you asked. And so it begins. Mm-hmm. Season four. I will say season four. I love, but we'll see what the numbers <laughs> say at the end of the season, <laughs> won't yeah, we? Yeah. Um, even though you're pointing out something that's absolutely true about seasons one through three, which is it seems like nobody got the memo about like the big ba-ba, the cliffhanger or the uh, big splash at the beginning or the end. Yeah. Um, season four opens with an episode that I think is one of the most, if not the most talked about heart to heart episodes, even for people that are not like mega fans or whatever. It's just an episode that has an iconic element to it that I can't wait to, for you guys to see and talk about. Oh, so next week we begin season four with 
an episode that originally aired on September 28, 1982, um, on a bed of hearts. Mm-hmm. Jonathan decides to purchase his and Jennifer's honeymoon bed, but the wrong bed is delivered. In their search for the, quote, real, unquote, bed, the hearts become entangled in an international art smuggling scheme through San Francisco and Napa Valley. Ooh, fun. Mm-mm. All right. Not getting my hopes up for this to be a big premiere at all. I don't want to get my hopes up that this is going to be a big. Yeah. But I'm hoping that they mm-hmm. are on location. Are they, <laughs> are they in Little Napa in LA? <laughs> By on location, do you mean on a weird bed? Yeah. <laughs> Little San Francisco. I mean, in the Bay Area, at least. <laughs> San Francisco town. <laughs> little frisco little frisco in la <laughs> all right all right thank you guys so much for listening uh we wouldn't do this actually we would so we would. Y- you don't matter uh but <laughs> wow i'm joking big, that's a change i'm joking it makes it so much more fun to do this knowing that you guys are listening and that's so nice so please keep in contact keep sending us messages and uh, minute maxes and yes. anything else you want to send us, please send us. Uh, you can do that at our Instagram at it was murder pod or Gmail at it was murder pod at gmail.com or Twitter. at it was murder pod. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gen- Jenny and bill. Thank you so much for yeah, sticking thanks, with Jenny us. You guys are so great. It's so and thanks, Margaret. Yeah, thanks to Margaret as well. Definitely. Our extended heart to heart family is unstoppable. I, yeah. I love you all mm-hmm. so much. And I appreciate all of the effort that you put into this. I'm so excited for what, <laughs> what new Sisler Family Playhouse <laughs> renditions we'll get. In oh the my future. God. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for more. Seriously, what's what will happen? What will happen? Uh, please rate and review us wherever you're listening to this. Uh, five stars is appreciated. I don't understand why you would rate us if you weren't going to give us five stars. Just like we were talking about with food uh, reviews. Yeah, we're <laughs> rating all Heart to Heart episodes five stars. So <laughs> why wouldn't you rate us five stars? <laughs> <laughs> also, watch some. I can goddamn... think of a couple reasons off the top of my head. <laughs> watch some Heart to Heart episodes. You can watch them on Tubi for free. Tubi. Right. Uh, so whatever the t- fuck that is, T U B I. It's a. It's another streaming service. There goes our sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Tubi. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can watch season four on Tubi. So you can, Ooh. if you've had trouble keeping up with us because of the streaming thing, here is your way back in. Yeah. Uh, and we're we we've, we've been keeping a seat warm for you and a martini cold. <laughs> uh, and a peanut. Pina koala, pina koalas all over the place. There's <laughs> pina koalas all over the place. And a coiffe de bergon to ants, put on your head. <laughs> ants and flies. <laughs> and a Fred, Fred's lap to sit on. <laughs> warm mustache. <laughs> a nice warm mustache. With a parrot next to you and... And LA Mobile, LA Mobile, always <laughs> ready to take your calls. <laughs> and an exploding cake. And an exploding cake. <laughs> I forgot about the exploding cake. Yeah, we didn't even t- talk about it. <laughs> the what, harbinger what more can of you say? Joe's bath candles. Also, <laughs> don't buy any 
aromatherapy candles from Joe. <laughs> or if yeah. you want to excite yeah, white your wine wife. Joe's coming. <laughs> yeah. White wine Joe's coming. <laughs> uh, well, I hope that you're all sleeping well <laughs> in this time of uncertainty. <laughs> uh, and I hope Freeway is too. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. See you next season. Yeah.